Head to netsuite.com slash briefing now for their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Hey, everyone. I'm Chris Eliza, CNN politics reporter and editor-at-large, in for David Chalian. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, July 21st. The January 6th Capitol riot was apparently must-see TV for former President Donald Trump. That's the case the committee investigating it is going to try to make tonight, at least. The primetime January 6th hearing tonight will focus on what Trump was doing, and maybe more importantly, not doing, for about three hours, 187 minutes, as the Capitol riot was unfolding. Congressman Adam Kinzinger, one of only two Republicans on the panel who's leading tonight's hearing, tweeted out a sneak peek of some of what we'll hear tonight. You'll hear from former White House staffers describing how Trump watched the violence unfold in his private dining room. To the best of my recollection, he was always in the dining room. Yeah, what did they say, Mr. Meadows or the president, at all, during that brief encounter that you were in the dining room? What do you recall? I think they were, everybody was watching the TV. Um, It's my understanding he was watching television. When you were in the dining room in these discussions, was the violence capital visible on the screen on on the television? Yes. You heard there from Kelly McEnany, the former White House press secretary, General Keith Kellogg, former national security advisor to then Vice President Mike Pence, Molly Michael, a former executive assistant to the president, and lastly, former White House counsel Pat Cipollone. They were all talking to January 6th committee staffers in their deposition, and their testimony fits into the committee's argument that Trump was derelict in his duties on January the 6th. As far as live witnesses go, CNN has previously reported that we could hear from two former White House aides who quit after January 6th, former Deputy National Security Advisor Matthew Pottinger and former Deputy Press Secretary Sarah Matthews. It's important to note here that the committee has not officially announced what witnesses will be there for tonight's event. At the hearing, the committee will show videos of Trump's attempts to record a message to his supporters the day after the January 6th Capitol riot. But first, remember this video he tweeted out that day. I know you're pain. I know you're hurt. We had an election that was stolen from us. It was a landslide election, and everyone knows it, especially the other side. But you have to go home now. We don't want anybody hurt. It's a very tough period of time. There's never been a time like this where such a thing happened, where they could take it away from all of us. We love you. You're very special. I still remember watching his statement on Twitter on January 6th and thinking, is this the best that they could come up with? Not only did Trump sympathize with the rioters, but of course he continued to spew the same lie that the election was in fact stolen. Then there was this speech he gave the next day on January 7th. A new administration will be inaugurated on January 20th. My focus now turns to ensuring a smooth, orderly, and seamless transition of power. We now know that Trump struggled to record that message you just heard because he wanted to explicitly express his support for the rioters, even call them patriots. And of course, he wanted to refuse to say the election results were settled. Here's what committee members have told CNN this week about those videos. It will be significant in terms of what the president was willing to say and what he wasn't willing to say. It's uh, extremely revealing how exactly he went about making those statements, and we're going to let everybody see parts of that. For his part, Trump has been adamant while these hearings go on that he did nothing wrong, lashing out at the hearings as politically motivated and one-sided. One key Trump ally you may have noticed hasn't come up much in the hearings is former Trump aide Steve Bannon. 
Bannon originally refused to comply with the committee's subpoena to testify, resulting in the committee holding him in contempt of Congress. About a week ago, he finally agreed to testify, but it did nothing to delay his trial, which he's in the middle of now. The government delivered a simple and straightforward case against Bannon. Yesterday, prosecutors walked the jury through the paper trail of documents between the committee and Bannon that made it clear his deadline to testify wasn't flexible. And today, Bannon's team presented no case in response. That's because a series of rulings majorly limited what Bannon could use in his defense and left little for his team to work with at the trial. His team was hoping to rely on Bannon's recent agreement to testify, indicating he had reason to believe the original deadline wasn't so firm. So, depending on how this trial plays out, maybe we hear from Bannon or his team in an upcoming hearing, or maybe we don't. For now, this is expected to be the last hearing from the panel, at least for a while, though they have scheduled last-minute hearings before, and committee aides left the door open to that possibility. You would think the multiple hearings might have dissuaded Trump from running for president again, or at least made him slow down a bit. But the exact opposite appears to be true. The former president has begun to weigh an early bid for office. In response, a growing number of Republicans are openly cheering for other candidates to get into the race, too. Senate Minority Whip John Thune said there'll be, quote, other attractive Republicans running, which could be referencing people like former Vice President Mike Pence or Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. But most Republicans have said that if Trump does throw his hat in the ring and ends up winning the primary, they'll support him, even as his legal and political problems pile up. The question remains, will Donald Trump be charged by the Department of Justice for anything related to January 6th? Remember, the January 6th committee can, at most, make a criminal referral to do so, but they can't actually bring charges against anyone, including Donald Trump. And who knows if that'll happen. Attorney General Merrick Garland was pressed on that matter yesterday. No person is above the law in this country. Nothing stops us. No, I don't know how to maybe say that again. No person is above the law in this country. I can't say it any more clearly than that. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening, and please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. If you want more of me and my political analysis, subscribe to my daily newsletter, The Point, and to CNN's YouTube channel. We'll talk to you tomorrow.